What's up, everybody? Welcome into now episode six of The Bullshitters. Um, you see on the other side of my screen, that's Aloha Dan in his um, traditional Hawaiian garb. And uh, I'm Jake. And uh, we're here to bullshit with each other. And you, of course, the listener or the ones watching on YouTube. Um, Dan, 28 Soft is now done for you. Guess what? Guess what today is? The last day of 75 Hard. Today is the last day of 75 Hard. I got my big cup of water. It's it's kind of cool. Uh, super expensive cup. It's purple when it's cold and it's blue when it's warm. So when I m remove my hand, oh, you can't see, but it's blue. So color changing cup to, to mark to celebrate the times. My cup is blue the entire time. And it does have Oscar. <laughs> that is Oscar the accountant. I was going to say office. Oscar and on the from the other office. side, we have the assistant to the regional manager with Dwight's face and the to the Dwight K. Shrew crossed out. Yeah, Dwight K. Shrew. Uh, okay. And then my, my right. uh, preferred straw, this is a glass straw. They are okay. phenomenal. Glass straws add no flavor whatsoever to the water. I find with metal straws, you can get a little metallic tang in there if you're not careful. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I, I don't like the silicone. So I just, to me, silicone is not great. Oh, I can't stand paper straws. Of course, I like paper straws. Suck. Paper straws suck. And of course, I love traditional plastic straws. Uh, yeah. But you know they're not very convenient for at home use. So I ordered uh, like a or for the turtles. Or for the turtles. So I ordered like a twelve yeah, pack yeah, yeah. of these uh, glass ones. They are dishwasher safe. They came with a little, okay. a nice little carrying pouch and a little brush. Yeah. To clean them. Mm -hmm. And I've had them for like a year now. I use them every single day. I love them. Okay, that's something to look into. Yeah, we got the like uh, reusable, just plastic straws, but I use them all the time for like smoothies and stuff. You know, that's what I every single morning I make myself my new favorite thing, whether it's for breakfast or for dessert. And this is legitimate; you can do it for both. I take a premier mm -hmm. protein. Uh, usually, I've been using the chocolate flavor lately, which we'll figure out why in a minute. I, I was doing coffee for a bit, but coffee is good because it has the okay. actual caffeine of a cup of coffee and it tastes good and then i'll blend it up in my my blender with ice um but what i recently tried this was not my idea this was lauren's idea um yeah she saw at costco the big tub of the pb fit mm -hmm. and she was like why don't you put some peanut butter in with your chocolate protein yeah game changer it is phenomenal uh, i use pb fit a lot yeah. Often, really, actually, really would recommend PB Fit to anybody who enjoys uh, adding peanut butter to any kind of. To I mean, I think you can just add water and make peanut butter, right? Yeah, you can. I, it's like eighty-five percent less fat than traditional peanut butter. So it is phenomenal. It's good stuff, and I tell you what, it's honestly my favorite dessert right now too. When I'm really feeling snacky in the evening, I'll just blend up a protein shake, uh, chocolate with the pb fit i don't know are there other because they make a whole bunch of those different protein shakes like when i was up north recently justin was showing me mm -hmm. he ordered mm -hmm. uh cinnamon roll protein Ooh. shakes they're premier protein they come in the bottle okay. the plastic bottle rather than the little carton yeah oh, i tried one phenomenal very very tasty um so yeah i don't know you, 
do like peanut butter cinnamon roll. Uh, do you have, do you have mm-hmm. an intruder there in your house? Kendall's walking by, yeah. Tell her to knock it off. She she says hi. Hi, Kendall. <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> okay. Oh, was- yeah. Not to be seen on camera, though. Did you see how... You didn't see it because she's not on camera, but she uh, tiptoed through the tulips on her way through the office here, so... Um, not to be seen by those watching on YouTube, well, but she didn't want to disturb the podcast. I digress. I digress. You're no cinnamon roll. Okay. I saw this today because I went into, uh, the ultimate Ponzi scheme, GNC, sure. and, uh, was just looking around at stuff and they have a flavor of vegan protein. So it's, uh, plant-based, not dairy-based and it's pancake batter flavored and i was like oh that would be good and i bet that would be good with pb fit i bet it would so i'm gonna have to get some of that it's uh i believe the company's ghost and they make uh pancake batter in the vegan chocolate and they make another flavor in vegan but it's supposed to be pretty good and i as you i think know i uh i'm i'm stepping away a little bit from dairy i think i'm developing a late life lactose, lactose intolerant well, yeah I, I, I get that i get that I, it I sucks fortunate enough to not develop anything like that yet but mm-hmm. uh, i i expect at some point i'll discover something i have a buddy who uh late in life discovered he was had a gluten intolerance Mm-hmm. And a tomato allergy, if you can believe it. It's not like a that's bizarre. It's not like a peanut allergy where his throat like closes up immediately, but he just it, right. he gets a little rashy, and I think he gets some hives or something. And he says it's not so. Dang. Pizza is completely out of his life. Uh, Holy crap! That nope. I would probably choose to not go on. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. If Actually, pizza was out, I'll be honest. The uh, uh, what do you call it? The keto pizza. Um, uh-huh. Papa Murphy's is pretty oh, damn tasty. So okay. the, the only one I've had is the Cowboy, which is by yeah. far like my favorite pizza at Papa Murphy's. Their best pizza the for sure. The artichoke is pretty damn good, but I think yeah. the Cowboy is my favorite. Uh, the Cowboy's awesome. And the way they do it, it's basically like a, a casserole almost. They just take all the fixins and they put it in... You know, a literal or a little like uh, I don't know, like nine by seven casserole dish, and then they layer mm-hmm. it with like the the meat first, and then some cheese, and then they do some of the like you know mushrooms and olives and stuff, and then some cheese, and then a little bit more meat, and you just pop it yeah. in the oven and bake it like you would a pizza, and it's pretty. Damn, that sounds delicious. It's pretty damn good uh, for being you know no carb pizza or very low carb. It's just the veggies that have carbs. Right, but. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'll have to try sometime. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it for uh, one of those nights in. You know, <laughs> we've had a year straight of those. I don't think we're gonna have many more here leading up uh, in the future. I, I don't blame you. No, I tell you what, I am <laughs> uh, officially as of this Monday, the seventeenth. I was at my two week mark from getting the second dose of COVID vaccine. Uh, I got okay. Moderna. I got. Okay. No side effects at all, other than it felt like somebody repeatedly punched me in my arm about six times. Yeah. Um, which is pretty normal. I get that with flu shots and stuff, too. It was just a little bit more sore with this. But uh, mm-hmm. they say the two-week mark, 
I believe is when you're like officially like the most COVID proof, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Science. Oh, okay. But okay. I, it, it kind of makes well, sense you... because your antibodies like build up against the, you know, the vaccine or whatever it is. I don't know. Right. Like I said, that's true. No science, but, uh, they have officially lifted the mask mandate in Boise. Um, okay. Portland never really had much of a mask, man. Not really. But, they were uh, just like, uh, F that. Yeah, but they officially lifted it. And for the first time in one year and about two months, uh, I'm going to be mm-hmm. going to uh, the downtown Boise bars. Uh, it's not that I haven't been in a bar Ooh. in a year and a half. It's just that I'm going to be going downtown, which uh, yeah. that I, I expect it. The weather this weekend is supposed to be garbage. Uh, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, it was 86 and sunny on Monday, and today it was 54 and windy as hell all day and a little bit of rain. Nice. Uh, and that's nice. what it's supposed to do this weekend. So it likes to, the weather down here likes <laughs> to tease us with the, uh, okay. the nice stuff. It's like, yeah, you can have like a nice Monday, Tuesday, but not in the weekend. But anyway, yeah. I'm excited about that. That's my big news of the week is that I'm, I'm COVID proof. And okay. we're going to be going downtown to the bars. Uh, Lauren and I, we decided we were going to do the responsible thing and Uber down yeah. to the bars. Yeah. And then try and make it home from there. We'll see. Okay. Just I like it. A flower bed, you know. <laughs> there's some there's some plentiful, luscious flower beds in the Boise area. There, there so are. There's some. Pick beds. a nice one. Uh, you could actually, there's there's a, a small little, I would, I would almost call it a grassy knoll if that didn't yeah. have such a negative connotation associated with it <laughs> but uh you could call it an air b and b like bzz, b yeah that's true that's b true. and b that's bumblebee bumblebee you know b, and you're outside and so you're it's outside. an air b and b uh, yeah. no i could i could pull uh uh my, one of my coworkers one time uh ended up sleeping actually in a conference room <laughs> at the office. Yeah, I think you told after, us on the last episode. He just got trashed one night. And <laughs> Good for luckily, him, though. What a responsible night. move. Well, the, the sad part is he lives like eight blocks away. So he pretty <laughs> easily could have walked walk. to his house. Well, he goes <laughs> oh, boy. Regardless, he was being responsible. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what, what, right. uh, what's going on with you? Your 75 hard is over. As of today like, is the 75th hard day. 75th, do you um, have a progress pick to show anybody uh, <laughs> Nothing really changed, honestly. I, uh, I think it's more of a mentality thing. I, really... I think it's more of a mind over matter thing. There's not a lot of visual that you can see. Um, I did. I did. I guess learn or reteach myself new habits, uh, which is cool. Like what? Just a constant reminder to drink water. I, I swear to God, I I haven't read a book, like a legitimate book, since middle school. I didn't read shit in high school. I spark noted everything. I never read a book for a book report. I never. I've not read a book cover to cover in well over ten years. Well, I mean, fifteen years. And uh, it's forced me to read more. It's forced me to read like uh, about 10 pages a day is what they say. Sometimes if I find a decent book, it's like I can read 20 pages or 25 pages. But didn't you? Yeah, I, I hate to call you out here, but didn't you have 
author on the other podcast, and didn't you read their book? I did. Okay. I did. Uh, okay, so Benny you, Benny Fowler. So you have, yeah, his book's called Silver Spoon. Okay, Silver Spoon. Yeah, not to not to hype the other podcast right here, but uh, Benny Fowler, former Super Bowl champion and author, um, yeah, was on the podcast. We actually did that one live, so that was kind of cool. We were live on YouTube for that one, so that was cool. But yeah, his book's good, uh, good motivational stuff. Uh, and now I'm reading, um, well, the title just blanked. I just I got stage fright right there. I don't remember. It's not sitting right by me right now. I'll have to look at it. But it's a good one. Um, and it's all like motivational, just mind over matter type stuff. So a lot of business practice type stuff. I'm getting more and more into that kind of, I'll say, genre. So sure. like I said, though, I've never I haven't read a book cover to cover since I was literally probably in seventh or eighth grade. So if we're talking actual math here, that would have been 17 years. 17 years ago yeah so i'm like okay that's uh, that's something that i think i can stick with long term if it's only you know a chapter a day or whatever it's not too daunting of a task so you enjoy it like i remember the last i can honestly say that i believe the last book i read mm -hmm. was i'm almost it was ready player one um, i like that book so fiction yeah but mm -hmm. very very good enjoyable book uh the movie wasn't half bad to be honest i enjoyed it uh it took a few artistic liberties from the book yeah but yeah it I did thought, i thought they did a good job with it um i planned i to... actually oh go ahead yeah no i was gonna say i liked the movie in my opinion better than the book because it was hard for me at times to visualize how they were describing things it's in the true. book but in the book. movie i was like oh shit that's not how i envisioned that at all yeah. you know like, the book, the book it's like was, okay uh because it was all virtual reality they could really mm -hmm. describe some fantastic things and it was just i agree with you i don't have that inner yeah. eye up here where i you know mm -hmm. read something and i visualize it because i actually I, i'll be honest with you i just saw a post on reddit about this where yeah they said uh like, hey, for the first time in my life, as like a 29-year-old man, I read a book yeah. and I got like a moving picture in my head, almost like a movie. And he goes, I've mm -hmm. never had that before. I've never had that creativity. Like, is this why people read books? And I was like, yeah. dude, I get it. I don't get that either. Like, I, it is <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. No, the book, I do, I, I get that for some reason, though, when I'm listening to a book out loud. Uh, mm. So if, I'm, makes if sense. I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm able to process the information a little differently, and I'm able to kind of create. But when I'm reading, for some reason, I don't watch. Yeah. it doesn't work. But uh, the next book I plan to listen yeah. to uh, is actually A Promised Land. Uh, it's the book written by Obama. And oh, okay. It is read by Obama, and he has, oh. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, Obama is easily the coolest president we've ever had. That guy was <laughs> oh. He was chic. He was he, he was he was on top of his game. He was on top. He was on his A game, especially in like 2008 when he started. Like 2016, oh, yeah. Barry. He was he was looking a little old and haggard. I don't want to know yeah. what happens those eight years of being president. But it's 
Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, the man, I mean, I think he went over to the Middle East and single-handedly strangled Bin Laden, didn't he? I'm pretty sure that was... Well, I think he dunked on him first with his Jordans, and then then... that was the... That was the penalty to pay. Like, if you beat me on one-on-one, like, if I dunk on you and you get posterized, you have to then be tied and bound and thrown into the Pacific Ocean. Right? Isn't that... Yeah, I think that was the... But Obama came out on top, so I guess that was cool for us. That would have been really bad if he was the sacrificial lamb in that uh, one-on-one game. It would not have gone well. Thankfully, it wasn't... Uh, like Clinton or Carter that had to challenge Obama to that one. <laughs> or Osama. Right. Osama. Oh, Obama. yeah. Because uh, I don't yeah. think Carter would have done too well, even in his... No. You know? And my God... No. Did you know if Trump had Obama... Trump, that would have been horrible. <laughs> that would have been a bad <laughs> yeah. well. Did you know that Obama and Bruce Springsteen have a limited podcast together? If you don't know the backstory of that, uh, Bruce Springsteen was very outspoken against Obama, his entire presidential campaign, and he is a devout Republican with very, very Republican ideals. I forget the name of the podcast, but it was – I want to actually listen to it because that's two people from very, very opposite sides of the aisle, and – yeah, they have a podcast together. I know Great. it's a limited run, so it's it's like eight episodes or something like that, and then they take a break, and I don't know what the plan is moving forward. But uh, So there is a new show on Hulu already that spoofed that little bit that you're talking about, that podcast, the limited run. So it's made up really? of like I, – I honestly can't even describe these – are you talking like crank yankers? It's called Let's Be Real. And okay. it's it's like, I don't know. You'll, you'll just have to look it up. Anybody in the audience, they're not Dang. quite like puppets, but I think they are like animated puppets maybe. I don't know. And it just, Weird. It, it takes like everything. It's like a sketch comedy show <laughs> with these little Dang. animated puppets. And they just have them do like, what was that? Back in the 90s, like WrestleMania, but with puppets. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, Celebrity Deathmatch. That's what it was, Celebrity Deathmatch. So this reminds yeah, yeah, yeah. me of Celebrity Deathmatch, except for it's not quite like as, as gory or violent or anything. Like oh, okay. That. But it's okay. just... If you, if you ever watched uh, MTV back in the day, there was a show called... I think it was on MTV. Maybe it was on Comedy Central. Either way, Crank Yankers. It was basically like the Muppets, but like uncensored. Oh, they would swear and there you go. Well, then stuff it might like that. Be like that, I have not seen that show. Okay, yeah. So, but they now that we're on the topic of having comedians or whatever spoof uh, stuff, I will. I would like you to know that I took up your suggestion to watch Big Mouth. That is, I'm only two episodes in. That is the first episode. I was like, yeah, <laughs> just like what the hell is well, happening can right they now? Do this? Like, can they? Yeah. There are there are times, like, at one point, they legitimately have a talking vagina with Kristen Wiig's voice. And it's just like a little, a little vagina, just like an animated little vagina that talks uh, with Kristen Wiig's voice. And I, when oh I first my saw God. it, I was like, because of course these girls are, you know, what, 
in the show that I forget they're middle school age, right? Yeah, they're, they're like supposed 13. to be sixth graders, I think. Oh, are they? I can't yeah. remember. Sixth or seventh but graders. Anyway, they're you know they have to deal with puberty. That's like their whole thing. Mm-hmm. They they have the hormone monster and they have the shame <laughs> wizard and they have you know like the depression kitty and they have, they have yeah. all these things that you deal with. And like, of course, you know, menstruation is a topic that they have to cover. And oh my god, yeah, it's 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 insane the things that they. But honestly, I think that show is probably a better sex ed class than most high schools or middle schools <laughs> give. That's that's probably valid. So, but I want to know who in the Netflix studio gave that show. I want to. I want to know. I wanted to be a fly on the wall during the meeting with Nick Kroll and John Mulaney when they Kroll. walked into Nif- Netflix Studios and were like, "Hey, we got this idea. Hear us out. Give give it to me. Give it, okay. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. We're gonna be on acid the whole time, but we're gonna teach sex ed over the course of four seasons of a show, each running ten episodes. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a hormone monster. Yeah." We're going to have a lot of menstruation jokes. We're going to have um, self-pleasing. We're going to have sixth graders. We're going to have a lot of uh, children. Uh, We're going to (laughs) have uncomfortable situations. We're going to... Oh, and then I love... Who at at the Netflix studio was like, you know what? Let's go for it. I think we could do this. (laughs) Uncensored? You want to uncensored? Yeah, let's make it a cartoon so no one gets offended. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, my favorite character is Nick Birch's father. He <laughs> is amazing. And then the ghost of Duke, the ghost of Duke Ellington. <laughs> he is. Yeah, the ghost of Duke Ellington's pretty funny. He is, he's pretty funny. And that one is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jordan, is it... Jordan Peele. I thought it was Jordan Peele, yeah. Almost positive it is. Hey, speaking of. There's so... a lot of. Pretty known oh, names, in that, names show. in that show. I don't know how they got. Yeah. I mean, you have Kristen Wiig, you have uh, I think Maya Rudolph, yeah, uh, John Mulaney, John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll. You have uh, uh, Jordan Peele, which we already mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my God, the the cast on that just it, it really is insane, and we haven't even mentioned half the names yet. But uh, yeah, let me let me see if I can have Danny the intern look it up. But what? Uh, what I was gonna say. Oh, I totally, Jenny Slate. I totally. Oh yeah, Jenny Slate. Uh, some of you might know. Fred Armisen. Parks and Rec. Uh, Jason Mantzoukas. Uh, he is from primarily the what I know him from is Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he was also. Oh in, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Oh gosh. Uh, the the, not Parks and Rec. Um. Thirty Rock. No, he wasn't was in, he in Thirty Rock? Yeah, he was in Parks oh, no. and Rec. Oh no, he was. Uh, he was. Oh the yeah, yeah. Smith okay. King, Dennis Feynman. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Fred Armisen. Yeah. Of Fred SNL Armisen. fame. Yeah. Kat Dennings from Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Gina Rodriguez, who's been in a number of shows. Rick, Kristen Bell. You have Richard Kind, who plays uh, Andrew. Oh Pat, yeah. Marty Globerman. He Richard yeah. Kind, very very famous. Uh, well, I, yeah, I yeah, consider yeah. him famous. He was. He's a very he's been an old time comedian, old school, yeah, old school yeah. comedian from like the eighties, nineties. Just very funny. Uh, Chelsea Peretti, also from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, John Oliver, uh, yeah, is in Kristen it. Bell, um, S- uh, Sterling K. Brown, who's in uh, This Is Us. 
if you know what This Is Us, the drama TV show is. Uh, they have, I'm sure Lawrence. I'm sure Lawrence seen it. David Thulis. I don't. I don't know how to say his name. Thulis, but I believe he is. Uh, uh, he's in Harry Potter as Ramus Lupin. Oh yeah, that is him. Yeah, he, okay. he was also in Wonder Woman. Um, most probably Zachary Bruce. Zachary Quinto from Star Trek fame. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis, I guess, does a voice in it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. The cast that Jack yeah. McBrayer. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Zach is the Gratitude. He's on he's on more recency. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Duplass and Paul Shear, who are off of the league. I don't know if you've seen Jack that. Brayer, 30 Rock. Yeah, Jack McBrayer. Uh, Zach Woods, who played on The Office. He was Gabe Lewis. Bobby Cannavale. Uh, Natasha Leone. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Who, she's a big... John, John Hamm. Yeah, John Hamm. Uh, uh, John Hamm was just a little bit part, but Natasha Leone. Oh, okay. Or Leone or whatever her name is. Uh, she is, most recently, what I know her from is a TV series on Netflix called Russian Doll. Really, oh, okay. really good if you haven't seen it. It's kind of... Yeah. Uh... So when I first, I remember when it first came out, because I was watching the previews for it, and you didn't get it wow. at all. Like, you don't get the show from the previews, but it's basically a, uh, oh heck, what's a, what's a, it's, it's, it's a movie where she dies every single day. Like, she dies, oh, okay. the Groundhog Day. It's basically a Groundhog, yeah, Groundhog day, day. There we go. Where yeah. she just lives the same day over and over and over, and she's trying to figure out like what, and it's her birthday of all days. Mm -hmm. um, it, and it's it's a really interesting, well done show. Very funny, very humorous. But she's she is a very funny comedian. She's a stand up comic as well. She's funny. Uh, she does a okay. really great. Like I don't know whether it's New Jersey or Boston or Brooklyn or it's somewhere on the East Coast. I've never been to the East Coast. I wouldn't know. So, so what do you think? We just rattled off fifteen to twenty household names in one show. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's so. unreal. They, they how have, do they get? How do they all get paid? <laughs> they have a lot of people on there. It's a very and Big Mouth is just it's a funny show. It's well done, well animated. Well, I'm giving it stuff. some time because I was way thrown off by the first episode. I was just like, oh my god, they did not go there. Yeah, oh, but is that it gets, it gets is that because we've been conditioned to think like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, because it's not like. It's not like your family guys. It's not like your South Park. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely not. It's, it's, I wouldn't consider it's dry, it, but like in your face at the same time. I wouldn't consider it like kid friendly. No. At the no same way. time, it's not like, I mean, I wouldn't consider it like as bad as South Park. But it's certainly. It's oh, certainly I don't know. It's it, close. I don't know. It's, it's close. True. It's but it's, it's teetering a thin line. It is. There's, <laughs> there's definitely a thin line between sex ed and just raunchiness for the sake of raunchiness. But but what what's what differentiates between South Park and Big Mouth is South Park's talking current events and Big Mouth is like one event the entire time. Yeah, true. So yeah. True. Speaking of current events, that's actually the topic that we're gonna dive into for this episode. That was possibly the longest intro in the history of podcast intros. Um, but, but we are now going to switch gears into the topic at hand. 
Uh, I'm going to start throwing stuff your way. You give me your two cents. We'll go back and forth, possibly. If we totally agree, then we'll just shove it under the rug and move on. Let's do it. Sound good? Let's do it. What's, okay. what's our first okay. current event that you, you would like to discuss? Okay, I'm going to jump right into this with a little bit of, uh, I won't say hate, but a little. Uh, you you pass the judgment how you see fit. Okay. Uh, it, it came out, um, I, I believe, late last night or early this morning that Demi Lovato, formerly of Disney fame, sure. you know Demi Lovato, uh, identifies as non-binary. What is that? So she's not... So she's they. She's a they. She's they. Not a she, she's not a he, she's a they. Exactly. She's a they or them. Let me preface this. Let's roll back the clock a little bit. Not, I think, about two weeks ago. She made a big stink hey. on social media hey. about about <laughs> oh sorry they them made a heated argument uh, calling out not only a specific frozen yogurt shop but all frozen yogurt shops across America because. They put the healthiest options closest to the door. And she said, they, them said that that, um, what were her exact words? Um, their exact words. Basically, basically that they are not being fair to thick people. I'll say thick is like a, a friendly term. Yeah. Not being fair to thick people because they're making thick people walk to the back of the line. Who, first of all, who studies... <laughs> The flavor placement of like, I just walk in and I go to the one I like, which is usually like <laughs> it's the tart one. Right. It's kind of the yeah. It's the I like that the non dairy. Yeah, and it's got I usually yeah. do that with the strawberry. Uh, okay. It, it's phenomenal. I love that little bit of tartness. But I've never once studied like oh oh the the healthy flavors are over here. Man. First of all, none of it's healthy. Don't even pretend it's frozen yogurt. It's it's not it's not healthy, but they pitch it as a as sure. a healthy option to ice cream. It's only healthy if you put an entire jug of Hershey's chocolate on your ice cream normally. Yeah, exactly. It's not <laughs> healthy. It's not. It's it's only healthy no. if you eat a small portion of it when compared to an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's. Right. Well, and who's going into a self serve frozen yogurt shop and pouring like two yeah, ounces of frozen the yogurt? Whole you get a damn bowl this you big, do, and you fill it. you're filling it you to the top. And <laughs> get then, my fucking money's and worth, then, bro. You know what you do? After you fill it, you cover that fucker in candy <laughs> and syrup. <laughs> oh, I need I need the Reese's peanut butter, just the peanut butter sauce yeah. on top of um, my peanut butter frozen yogurt. Yeah, exactly. So so, Demi, they, them, Lovato. I don't. She care. well, yeah. I don't. Care. She's just. Is she just another Disney star to have fallen by the wayside? Is that? I I would imagine. I don't know. I would imagine. Disney's got a bad track record. Like as much as Disney is where magic happens, they don't have. Well, you know, I'll say I the think... most spotless record. Yeah, but you know what the problem there is? Let's let's do a checklist of child okay. stars who have really turned out well. Like who's a child star Not... where you think? Man, you know what? They really made a good life for themselves. They took the money and they... Uh, I think Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle is the only one. He, Frankie Muniz cannot 
remember filming most of Malcolm in the Middle. That's I loved that's Malcolm a true in the story. Middle. For something happened. Holy I shit! Can't remember, and he legitimately cannot remember. No, I was gonna say Haley Joel Osment. Uh, okay, from Sixth Sense. Yep, yeah, from the Sixth Sense, and then uh, another. I I think it's kind of an undiscovered gem, but it's a uh, uh, secondhand lions. It had, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. With um, Michael Caine and Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, who was who else? And then Haley Joel Osment. It wasn't Jack. It wasn't Jack Lemon, was it? Oh, you know, it might have been. Uh, no, it's Robert. It Duvall. may. It's Robert. Duvall. Okay, I thought it was Jack Lemon. Kira Sedgwick. Okay, um, all right. But, of uh, uh, Kevin Bacon's wife. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know Kira said. Yeah. Well, Kira said. Oh, I, I think they were. The I don't know. The closer, uh, yeah. She was. She was. Yeah. She was very good in the closer. Uh, but yeah, um, you can just take. I mean, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, because that's now his legal name, by the way. He had a contest online to change his middle name, and he changed his middle name to Macaulay Culkin. So his full name is now Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Not kidding. That's not a joke. What? That's not a joke. Um, On his website, he has a website. Don't make don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Kind of weird. Yeah. Don't make me laugh. (laughs) Okay. I saw this the other day. Not necessarily a child star, but I was. uh, I think it was like a. It was a tweet, but it was on a different platform. Like someone had tweeted this, but that someone was Jason Biggs, and he goes. Um, that moment when you realize the kid from American Pie turned 43 today. Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> he, I mean, he wasn't a kid. He was like a sure. high school, college sure. age person. But still, so here's- American Pie, the original American Pie movies are freaking hilarious. And I don't give a shit who you are. I- they are funny. Next time you're in Boise, we'll just get ripped. Rip, I have all the American Pie movies. No shame. Because I have not they seen are- are you the first three are awesome? They not, started making like spinoffs after that, and they're not as good. But the first three are incredible. And then they did a American reunion, probably ten years ago now. But it was literally ten years after they graduated high school that they filmed the fourth movie in the series. So that one's good too. Lauren kept telling me that the scary movie movies were really yeah. funny, and I watched the first one of those. I was not yeah. very impressed. So I hope America. They're not died. funny. I don't think. I did just. I don't start, think. I did just start Van Wilder. Uh, oh my was, god! Hilarious. The first one's good. Yeah, I, the first I, one's I, good I with Brian Reynolds. It. I fell asleep, uh, which never used to happen, by the way, but it happens frequently now. Where I will oh, it, oh, it always happens. To me. Kendall will put a movie on, and I'm night, out. I'll put a movie on, and I'll be out by like ten fifteen. And I'll wake up mm-hmm. and the movie's like 30 minutes in and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Kendall will be pissed and she'll just leave me downstairs in the dark. Leave that. She'll just be like, whatever. <laughs> like, so. Out. Well, that was that was our first was, current uh, so event. Here, well, uh, they, not, them. They, not, them is not happy with frozen yogurt placement, nor is, I don't care. nor are they happy with um their record sales apparently so they have to do something to, to do bump something those to up. Boost up the the popularity so i have a comment actually sorry i dropped a pen um i have a comment here on the whole they them non-binary whatever personally yeah i don't care do whatever you want call yourself right. whatever you want i am always of the opinion that as long as 
whatever you're doing is not hurting anybody else or my, my two things, actually three, there's three. Don't hurt anybody else, don't cost mm-hmm. me money, and don't fuck up traffic. As long as you're not doing <laughs> any of those three things, right? go on with your life, do whatever you want. I think it's Patton Oswalt that has a joke that says, just because some people, you know, believe crazy shit, but it makes them, you know, a better person, doesn't make yeah. them crazy, like that's fine. You can, you know, like if if your belief in religion makes you a better person or your belief that there's a giant invisible floating asshole above you that will (laughs) literally suck you up if you're a bad person, I don't care one way or another. As long as you're not hurting anybody, costing me money or fucking up traffic, great, do that. (laughs) That's my first thing. I just want to say I really don't care. I'm happy to call you. I, I will slip up. I'll be honest. I'll slip up and I'll accidentally say she or he or whatever it is. It's not on purpose. I don't mean any offense to anybody. And I think in general, most people don't mean offense. It's just difficult to get off that, as you would say, a binary, you know, association of gender. You've grown up your whole life as, as associating, you know, female traits and male traits with people. And now there's all kinds of different people. I don't even, I don't even try anymore. I never guess yeah, gender. It's, un- it, it's, it's kind of like it's wild. with pregnant women. You never, ever, ever, ever guess if they're pregnant. And at this point, I never guess at a gender, you know? Yeah. And, and so, right. Anyway, that's my first yeah. point. But my second thing, and this is where it gets a little bit more controversial. And this is kind of a current event. I don't know how current it is, but uh, mm-hmm. I believe <clears throat> Caitlyn Jenner, that they, they, she, I don't know what they go by. She, I believe she goes by she. So she just came, and she's yeah. the one, she, she used to be the the former Olympian, Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner, okay. Decathlete. Yes, yeah. all right, I get confused sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she just Same person. apparently came out and said that she was against transgender athletes competing in sports. Uh, is that is that True true story. You, okay, you heard true that story. as well. Yeah. And I do tend to agree with them, which is, I think we already covered this in our other podcast, the Controversial Opinions one, yeah. didn't we? Oh, well, then I don't yep. need to cover Last it week. again. I don't need to cover it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to listen back to episode five if you want to hear Dan's full side of that. So. It's a callback. But anyway, uh, that's that's my current event, and uh, I, I, do, okay. I do agree with uh, uh, Caitlin. On that, okay. On that issue, I think I think it's uh, potential uh, governor of California, maybe. Oh, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn's running. No kidding. Running. I was not running. I was not from. America. Yeah. I, as you can yeah, tell, I so. don't stay uh, very up to date on uh, not necessarily current events, but pop culture current events. My pop culture. Hey, that's political, man. Is... That's a political current event. Yes. Uh, Everything is culture references and probably like eighty seven, nineteen eighty seven or or eighty seven level gasoline, Uh, octane, eighty seven octane gas. Yeah, yeah. The only one that I put ninety one in is my my BMW, my motorcycle. Uh, Oh, BMW motorcycle rider, weird flex. Yeah, well, no. The only reason I do that is because it has a three gallon gas tank. And it doesn't matter right. if you pay an extra twenty. I, I think a lot of motorcycles honestly have to run Supreme or like I think a lot the highest of them, grade I think gas. A lot of them do. I was told that this is not a necessity, 
but it's always kind of fun to hit that premium button yeah because i never you know i'm too cheap to put it in my car right and it's like 30 cents different you're like oh damn it and it's like at the end of the day it's like four dollars oh yeah absolutely even if you, you know, know well unless you're justin you know what <laughs> for you for you it's like 90 cents different yeah, exactly that's why i do it but you know what justin recently yeah. told me he has a brand what? new 2020 toyota tundra for our listeners uh uh-huh. beautiful new truck mutual friend nice, justin yeah mutual friend of ours um yeah his gas tank is 35 gallons so for him and tundras tundras get 12 miles to the gallon yeah, no he gets, oh trust he gets me about, i've been looking into them yeah he gets about 400 miles on a tank 350 to 400 and i was like oh that's not bad and then i go how big is your tank and he was like 35 gallons i was like <gasps> yeah he gets 12 miles to the gallon so to him yikes 20 cents a difference on a gallon makes a big difference yeah yeah, for sure he's looking at almost 10 bucks every time he fills up if you're 20 25 cents a gallon difference so uh, yeah yeah it's yeah it starts to add up but when you're putting in three gallons you know it's a buck you don't care yeah so. to shift gears to the yeah. next uh next? pop uh, maybe pop co- i got one for you uh i don't know if you can see this on camera or not uh it looks like just a bunch of text the foo fighters oh oh uh, so that's it just released today Lollapalooza lineup post is malone in fact in there. full swing yeah foo fighters is headlining uh post malone tyler the creator miley cyrus no journey uh where is Lollapalooza? Chicago or just outside Chicago. It's on Lake Michigan or near Lake Michigan. When is it? Uh, Okay. July, July 29th through August 1st. And how impossible is it to get tickets to Lollapalooza? Is it something Uh, like if you want to, if you want to fork over 500 bucks per person, you could probably do it. Plus camping plus well, all that. No, because I have, I have friends in Chicago, so I think I could stay with i don't know how far of a drive it would be or like we wouldn't have i don't think it's very far yeah, i'm not sure but here the reason i showed you that because that just dropped today Lollapalooza announcing their full lineup for this year also within the next week or so before june 1st as far as i know every major league baseball stadium is going 100 percent capacity full capacity baseball full capacity well you know how many people go to music festivals oh they what are what are what is the likelihood that covid spikes this summer uh especially with and are we gonna and and are we gonna shut everything back down because we chose to have Lollapalooza and 100 percent capacity in baseball stadiums and you know whatever else you know i expect uh there Lollapalooza has a hundred acts oh yeah the, it's it's huge. A hundred different artists. Lollapalooza is our modern day Woodstock, but it happens. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I it's mean, so diverse Woodstock, too. Like millions of people. Like like Lollapalooza gets like maybe I don't know. What we'll have Danny the intern look up. Uh, Lollapalooza. Well, I mean Lollapalooza is so diverse too. I mean they got Foo Fighters, Post Malone. You got Miley Cyrus. You got EDM stuff like Marshmallow is the king of EDM. Journey. Uh, Young Thug, Limp Limp Biscuits coming out. Yikes, it says... Modest Mouse. It says Lollapalooza. A million people, probably. Hosted 400,000 people. Oh, okay. 400,000 is a lot. uh, One death, 31 arrests, and 116 uh, emergency transports. 
Oh, damn. Oh, there you go. I mean, there's a ton of people, though. There's some folk-style music. Oh, yeah, there's something in there There's the Foo Fighters. There's EDM. There's Angels and Airwaves is coming back. If you don't know who they are, they're like a punk rock band from the early 2000s. Limp Biscuits coming out of retirement. Uh, there's something for everybody, man. Steve Aoki. I would, I would go just to see Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters I, would be awesome. Would they would put on an awesome show. Lauren, uh, it, the, the Foo Fighters are in her top three. Uh, it's I love uh, I I don't love I really really like the Foo it's Fighters. Jack White of the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. It is Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters and Lady Gaga are Lauren's top three. And she I, I, Lady Gaga. Oh, Kendall could connect on that oh, level. Yeah, she loves Gaga. Knows everything about her. Kendall's like a closet Gaga fan, oh, and it's so funny. And Lauren is not even closeted at all. She is full on. I love Gaga. Wait, can we say closet, or are we going to get canceled? I don't know. I don't know. It, it goes back to we never mean any offense to anybody, but... It, no, like, she literally hides the fact that she's a Gaga fan yeah. until a Gaga song comes on, and then she just breaks it down, like Charlie Brown. That's, that's pretty good. I'm going to have <laughs> to just to randomly... clean that up. I'm going to have to randomly slip a Gaga song in the next time like I see her. <laughs> I wish I could play one right now, but YouTube will take us down. Oh, yeah, they probably will because we don't have the rights to any music, do we? Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll void us. They'll cancel us. We can. I think what's what's in the public domain at this point for music? I think anything... What's what's public domain for music? No. Any, it, uh, you can maybe get away with like a 70s song on in the background of our podcast. Oh, no, 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 literally. I mean, like 70 or 80 years old. Like, like I think, I think, like maybe, uh, you could go with potentially. No, even even then, I was gonna say Elvis, but probably not. You might be able to get away with the Rat Pack, like a little Sammy yeah. Davis. Um, yeah, because I yeah. think Dean Martin, something like that. Yeah, Frank. I don't know because I think that's in the public domain at this point. But I really don't know about for music. No, they're cracking down big time. Like if if I mean I've had videos taken down of like fitness stuff if there's music playing in the background at the gym. Really? Yeah. Uh, if they can hear a single, le- if they can hear a single lyric. They'll they'll uh, take your videos down. Any musical composition created or recorded prior to 1922. Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. As of January 1st, 2019, that will change to any composition before 1923. So uh, we're so a hundred years. A hundred years, years for music <laughs> in the public domain. So let's see what the biggest hit. Uh, it's got it's got to be a uh, Louis Armstrong song, right? In 1922 was uh, Oh, that's before like, Louis Armstrong. Oh yeah, that's before. It says My Man Fanny Bryce. I don't know. Wow. I'm not Yeah. So no, we can't put any music in our uh, YouTube videos. Oh, oh no, no, no. Excuse me. It's a song My Man by Fanny Bryce. Oh, okay. So we can we can put that song in our uh, show. It looks like that came out in 1921. Okay, so perfect. We will play maybe some Fanny Bryce for all of you guys. Fanny Bryce for our listeners. 100 year old. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh, so music festivals, 100%. I'm excited. And I'm exci- baseball miss- stadiums all summer, 100%. So I definitely, the, the one thing that I think I missed the most through COVID uh, was probably 
live comedy, stand-up comedy. Yeah, I'm excited. Was... I've never been to a comedy show, and we're going when we go to Vegas. Okay, you got are you going to the... I think we're going... Like, uh... We're going to, like, an open mic night. Oh, well, still, it's it's pretty fun. Um, yeah. There's... It sucks a... because I, I believe it's, like, a month after we're there, Rogan and Chappelle are doing a show. Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan, and I'm like, dude, I've, I've that would be Rogan. legit. I've seen Rogan. Like, Have you? Uh, yeah. You would be pretty good, I man. Down, I like him a lot. I went down to L.A. Uh, people are going to listen and be like, oh, you like Rogan? Canceled. No, I love... Rogan is... He's a very funny comedian. He's a good host of a podcast, honestly. To and he's out... put on a bunch of other comedians. Oh, yeah. Very much so. He's put them on a huge stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Andrew Schultz has been on Rogan's podcast ten times, and yep. he's blown up. Yep. No, I think... Yeah. Uh, Hey, speaking of Rogan's podcast, uh, in yeah. it, this is this is kind of a, a little bit of a tangent, but it's kind of a current event. Uh, yeah. Elon Musk, who has famously been on Rogan's podcast, he smoked Hand, little, uh, two or three times. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. Smoked a little bit of the devil's lettuce on the podcast. Oh yeah, got the uh, ganja goggles going. Now that's all he's known for. Uh, that's not true at all. He's he's in the news so much. He's known for a million things, but. Hosted SNL yeah. this uh, two weeks ago now because uh, uh-huh. it was Keegan Michael Key, I believe, hosting the yep. past yep. week. But uh, he did a great job, you know. And they've t- they tried that before with non like actors comedic, comedic hosting, yeah. And it hasn't always gone well. But Elon actually did a good job. I enjoyed it. Uh, he was a little awkward. I haven't seen it yet. He's, you know, he's Elon. He's just awkward in general. I'm pretty sure he's either an alien if, or a robot. If you've never listened to him on, like, Rogan before, I would say more so the second interview he did, because I don't think he was smoking for the second one. But he is very socially awkward. He's, so like he, he, he has... He, he uh, analyzes so he quickly in his head that he has to then stop mid-conversation and try to put something that he's trying to explain in layman's terms for people like you and I to understand what he's saying. Hundred percent. No, he is. He is a very. He's out of this world smart. Uh, I believe. I believe he said this on SNL. He does have Asperger's. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm ninety-eight point seven six percent sure I share a birthday with Elon Musk. So uh, that makes me famous. I I think by proxy. Well, his birthday I think is June 28th. That is my birthday as it's well. So I share a birthday with the man that single-handedly collapsed Dogecoin the man... with a performance on a <laughs> skit, sketch comedy show. The, the man... He single-handedly wrecked cryptocurrency. The man that put a Tesla in outer space is, is who that yeah. is. Uh, let's yeah, speak exactly. Doge, Doge is always current events. Uh, oh, yeah. Doge is down big. Uh, yeah, um, and so is Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin oh, crashed, down to I like guess. 40k a coin right now, which is still insanely high. But no, Doge was up to uh, at one point on May 7th, I believe is the high, uh, almost 75 cents a coin. And at this point, Doge is down to 34 cents a coin. So it has more than halved at this point uh, from its high of about 75 cents a coin. But do you want to know the worst part of it all? The worst part of Dogecoin? The worst part of it was everyone that I went to high school with telling me that if I joined their 
um, add me link on Robinhood that we both get $5 stock in it. Yeah. That's I'm true. like, uh, that's the worst part of cryptocurrency. That's true. No, uh, the worst part for me was that, and I may have already mentioned this, I had at one point in my possession 14,000 Dogecoins at <laughs> an average cost of 0. 0.003 cents a coin. One third of a penny per Dogecoin and it hit at 1.75 cents. It was a $50 investment at the time. I hear Dan and the intern clicking away over there at the uh, calculator. He is. And at one point, those 14,000 coins would have netted me over $10,000. 10 grand I would have made on a $50 investment. And I just kick myself every day for that. Because yeah. imagine, it, imagine if I had the, the cojones to maybe put 100 or 200 bucks into Dogecoin. Because at that point, I would have had easily probably $40,000 if I held it that whole time for a $200 investment. Like nothing. Like at the end of the day, 200 bucks is kind of pennies when you look at the potential return on some stupid investment like Dogecoin. So yeah, I... uh, my new strategy for anybody who's interested, uh, I'm an accountant by trade, uh, I'm a trader by night, and my new yeah. trading strategy is I'm never selling anything ever again. <laughs> I'm only <laughs> buying, I am never selling, I'm only continuing. You should put that on your I'm, on your business card. I'm a, a night trader, yeah, I'm a, not a day trader, I'm a, a night, night trader. trader. And I only yeah, that, buy- That kind of sounds like night rider. Kind of little, like little uh, what's his name? That the Hoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I am kit the card. The the yeah the car that talks. The the talking car yeah. kit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it uh, that one that one hurt, but uh, yeah, and then see, other... I didn't invest in crypto, so I'm not crying right now. But sure. a lot of Middle America, Middle Earth, as I call it, uh, is in fact crying because they were like, oh, it's gonna hit a dollar. And then Elon gave a outstanding performance on a sketch comedy show and Dang. wrecked yeah. Dogecoin. Uh, yeah. But but Tesla accepts Dogecoin as payment for a vehicle. So does the Dallas so, Mavericks. Yeah. Mark Cuban owns the Dallas so Mavericks. So they- do the Oakland Athletics baseball team who is currently looking for a new home. Boise should make a pitch. Boise should make should make a pitch. Could you imagine a pro baseball team in Boise? I would love Idaho, it. Idaho would explode if there was a pro sports I would, team. I would love it if it was the Boise A's. Except the for, Boise A's, the athletics. Can they change their name to the to the Bathletics so they can be the Boise <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be good. But here's here's why I think that Boise's not out of the cards, not out of the woods, I guess, with this, because the A's have to stay on the West Coast to even out the leagues. They have to stay West. But there's already a San Francisco. There's already a San Diego. There's two LA teams. There's a Seattle team. There's a Houston team. That's about as far east as you can go. They're going to Portland, I bet. But Portland does have – they own the rights to an expansion team 
but not a relocation. So, could Boise be a dark horse? I would because I would Boise could get Salt Lake fans. They could get people from Salt Lake to come up. They could get Coeur d'Alene to come down. They could get Spokane to come down. They could get Missoula to come down. It's a it's a big market. I mean, just Boise alone at this point. I mean, Boise in itself, in the city proper, is only like 280,000 people. But in yeah. the entire metro area, which it has now become a legitimate metro area, where Boise merged yeah. into Meridian, Meridian merged into Nampa, Nampa merged into Caldwell, and then you have all mm-hmm. these surrounding CUNA, Star, yeah. you know, all these these what used to be little cow towns that are now essentially, you know, uh, what what are they called? bedroom uh-huh. they're they're bedroom communities for the oh yeah suburb that is boise there's easily over half a million people here and they expect that number right. to hit a million in like the next 10 years easy uh boise's already a, a major boom market um i i can honestly say that my house that i bought in 2019 has almost doubled in value in yeah. two years almost doubled in value uh it's it's insane it's nutty our market here and there's it's not showing any signs of slowing down right now you know i i right. used to be a, a you know a naysayer of hey we have an economic collapse about you know historically mm-hmm. it's every eight to ten years we had one in mm-hmm. 2001 we had one in the early 90s we had one in 2008, like, we're going to see one, there's going to be a correction. I was saying that starting in, like, 2017, and then 18 yeah. all around, and 19, and then 20. And then we had a little collapse in March of 20 with COVID. But honestly, yeah. everything has more than bounced back since then. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know when and if a correction is ever going to happen right now. Uh, they are raising the rates. The Fed is raising the rates, uh, interest rates. So I do expect to see a little bit of, you know, kind of turmoil there. Because right now, uh, especially in markets like Boise, employment is not keeping up at all. Wages and cost no. of living are not no. even close to in line. Um, and so, and especially with COVID popularizing remote work now. Uh, yeah. People are like, I don't have to live in San Francisco to still work at a company in San Francisco and make right. San Francisco wages. I can go live in Boise. I can go live in Helena, Montana. You know, I can go live yeah. anywhere I want. And so I, I think we're going to see some kind of correction here in the next year or two. But I don't know how drastic it's going to be. The, the real problem, though, with home prices uh, being as high as they are, and the Fed raising the mortgage and the lending rates, is yeah. that you literally cannot afford to buy a house when the house is like when the house is half a million dollars, but you're paying one point two five percent interest on your mortgage. You don't care because mm-hmm. you're essentially just paying principal. I could put a put together an amortization table and tell you exactly how much interest. Yeah, you're pay. but you're paying exactly. very very little interest. But when your interest rate is five, six, seven, even upwards of 10% in the eighties. When my mm-hmm. parents bought the house next door, uh, it was 60 or $70,000. I can't remember. 
super cheap. Uh-huh. But their interest rate was like 18%. I think when they reapplied, yeah. they got like 14%. So that's insane. There has to be some kind of, you know, give and take because you cannot have a half million dollar home with 10% interest rates. It just does not yeah. work. The math does not work. And we will have some major corrections if that were to happen. And I'm well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm on social media, admittedly, too much, but um, with the lack of people going back to work because the unemployment benefits are still getting kicked out to people, sure. we have a shortage in gasoline. Yep. We have a shortage in ketchup. We have pretty much anything that's mass manufactured. They can't keep up with kind of because everybody's staying home, consuming twice as much. Let's for, let's just use ketchup as an example. They're consuming twice as much ketchup, but there's only 50% of the people at the factory yep. packaging, labeling, the demand, shipping. The demand is high, but uh, the supply is not there. I mean, it's the same with everything. Yeah. Supply, supply chain has gotten messed up from COVID for probably the next three to five years, I would say. Uh, right well, now, there's a, another... another yeah, go ahead. I was go just going to say there's shortages in everything. Lumber is one of the biggest ones. A two I was four, just going to hit lumber. A cheap two by four used to cost three, maybe four bucks. Right now you're looking at yeah. 10 to 12 bucks a two by four for the cheap ones. Well, you know that old picnic table in our backyard. I told Kendall, I was like, oh, my project this summer is just going to be to put new boards on there, new new hardware, sure. sand down the metal frame, repaint it, make it look kind of presentable. A two by six. So there's 10, there's two two by sixes on each bench and six across so 10 two by sixes uh we wanted treated so, sure, so you're it would you know waterproof and stuff at least probably i don't know 200 bucks worth of lumber easy the each two by six uh i looked last weekend for between 14 and 16 dollars a piece Yikes, for a two by six yeah just a plain two by six plank i mean this time last year they were like three four bucks yeah you know, for if you were like five bucks, you're like, oh, I got ten of them, fifty bucks. That's doable. Two hundred dollars to redo like a fun little project. I'm like, absolutely not. No, it's not worth. That it. is not happening. I, I am no. right now investigating contractors to come in and do a little work on my house. And yeah. one of the projects that I'm investigating is a new fence around my backyard. And we just mm -hmm. have wood fences right now, and I have no yeah. idea how much the lumber would cost to get the planks for the fence, the yeah. two by fours to go just as your cross beams. And then we would use mm -hmm. the metal posts. There's no way we're buying four by fours. Yeah. Four so, by fours are probably 20 bucks a yeah, piece. No way. So we're just going to use the metal posts. But at this point, I think I'm going to talk to my neighbors about putting up vinyl fencing because it, you know, yeah. I think it's probably ultimately going to be cheaper. It's not going to match the rest of the neighborhood. It's going to look a little weird, but yeah. it, you know, it, that's what I told Kendall. Cause we need to fix our fence too. And I'm like, dude, we cannot, we, we had our neighbor approach us. I don't know, uh, probably in the fall, it was like September or something. And he was like, Hey, you know, we'll go have these with you on the fence. And I was like, okay, you know, sweet. We'll look into it. And it was like, 1500 bucks at the time with the guy that he got quotes from is like 1500 bucks to do the fence um he just came up to me this last week and it was like yeah so uh it's closer to eight grand now 
And I'm like, what? <laughs> that does yeah. not bode well for me to do because I have a lot of fence. Well, ours is just, it was just the wood. It was the two by fours no, no, or whatever they are, two by sixes. I understand, but that means. Yeah, I, that wasn't I, to change it to like vinyl or anything like that, but I was like, oh my God. That's expensive too. Oh. Yeah, he said it was between he he asked the guy that's like a fencer around here, and he said it'd be between seventy five hundred and eight grand. And I'm like, what? That's insane. <laughs> we we had a a roofing guy come by because during the most recent windstorm up here, we had some shingles fly off, and uh, we had him come out. They had a surveyor come out and look at it, and they referred us to some housing company or some roofing company, and. The quote the guy came back with was like twenty four grand. For real? And we had, house? Yeah, we had a friend last year. Some friends of ours do it for seven, and they have the same built, like the same style house we do. I twenty four. Twenty four. Oh my. Yeah. That does not. Make I was me like very uh, enticed to do any kind of project on my house right now. I think. Well, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're like, we have to sit on it until shit just hits the fan. Yeah. I mean, we literally don't have another option. Who's who's got twenty four grand just laying around? Nobody, nobody. I'm I'm looking at doing, yeah. I'm looking at doing right now my downstairs bathroom completely redone, uh, which hopefully, hopefully, I'm not doing anything fancy. I'm not doing like a tiled shower or anything. I'm just gonna do one of those like tub shower insert combos, you know? So, yeah. Because it's my guest bathroom. All I need to right. be is functional. I don't need it to be fancy, mm -hmm. you know, because nobody's showering in there daily with, a nice, right. you know, a new toilet and maybe redo the tile flooring. Hopefully tile hasn't gone crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get the whole house painted. I'm going to get some new flooring for the basement, some carpet, and some, some of the snap-together plank. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping to all hope that it's not going to be you know, outrageous, but I'm, yeah, I'm already planning on the worst. It's been wild to hear some of these, uh, estimates that we're, be we've been getting. We're like, dude, we literally cannot do it right now. Like you there's, can't, no you can't afford it. You would have to take out you can't. A, a home equity loan yeah. on your house that you're already paying an astronomical mortgage for. Cause the housing market's so crazy. Right. So it's like, it's right. not, not work. We had we had just a crappy I'll say the crappiest house on the block down the street from us. It's like the bright blue one if you remember. Bright blue, yeah, no yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sold for just under half a million dollars. What about that abandoned house that sold? That one sold for 400. It was literally abandoned, broken windows. I mean the There was someone nine. squatting in it. Well, there was someone squatting nine in it. Yards. And it sold for four hundred thousand. Overgrown, fence broken, windows broken out of it. it. Oh yeah. I mean, houses down here sold for houses down here have been selling for. On, when I heard this statistic, it was last year. Yeah. On average, they sell for one hundred and six percent of asking. Like six, mm -hmm. six to ten percent on a house is a lot when you're looking at you know four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. You're looking at another fifty grand. Yeah, and they sell in less than five days normally. Mm -hmm. Almost always, it's an all cash offer from somebody yeah. not local, not a native. They're coming from yep. you know out of state, Washington, Oregon, California, wherever. Uh, right, and they in 
in general have been waiving inspections. They waive, like they do anything they can to get their hands on a house. It's insane. Right now, the right. only way you can get a house is to have an all cash offer that's 10% over asking, or you have to know somebody who's selling their house and they have to be really, really nice because they can get a lot more money from putting it out right. on the open market. Like, and, and that's the thing is if you, if you put list your house and it sells within a day, you have a bad mm -hmm. real estate agent because they underpriced your home. That's, that's the yeah. truth of the matter. A home should not sell in one day. You know, that's true. It's even, even in that's a true. crazy market, a home should take, you know, a week of being listed yeah. and some views, but Oh, it's, it's insane yeah. right now to try and buy a home. It is in, in the it is. market, the Coeur d'Alene market. Uh, I'm, I'm not as familiar with anywhere outside of, you know, Idaho, but most. Well, let, let me just put this into perspective. I have some friends that are realtors, uh, here in town and there was a single wide mobile home yeah. on less land than we have single wide mobile home. Okay. It was like, it was like 600 square feet, two bedroom, one bath, single wide mobile home, less land than our house is on. How much do you think they listed it for? I, I don't know less. So the land up there is going to what's make it valuable, but where, where was it was it probably at? on, it was probably, uh, I believe it was on like the North side of post falls before you get to Rathroom. Okay. Uh, I wanna... it was on like a quarter acre, 200,000. 250 and it was like 600 600 square feet oh, two bed one bath that's so sad because that is you can not... you used to be able to buy a mobile home for like 30, 30 grand, grand 30 40 and put grand. it wherever you want yeah, yeah. you could you could buy you property know, just... for maybe you know you could buy like a, a quarter acre third of an acre for i don't know 50 60 50 yeah uh, and then buy your mobile you... home you could buy a nice a nice double wide for like 60 70 grand yeah, and I'm not exactly. They made some nice double wides. This single wide was six, like just over 600 square feet, two bed, one bath, 250. I was like, what? The same guy put one up. Uh, he did like a virtual walkthrough of this house, and he was like, yeah, it need, it's a totally different house. But he's like, yeah, it needs a little TLC. It's a fixer upper. Really needs work. And he's walking around on like Facebook, you know, videoing. And I'm like. Dude, that house doesn't need that much work, but he's like fixer upper. It's kind of the junker in the neighborhood. Like it definitely needs someone that's going to put some time and effort into it. Yeah. Dude, three ninety nine. Oh my god. Four hundred thousand, and I'm like, what? This is unreal. Uh, I can't. I'm, I don't. I I can't wrap my brain around it. So I'm looking right now. Uh, is your? Uh, is that is that you? I think that's you there. Uh, Are you Google Earthing us? No, I'm. I'm on. Oh no, no, no! This is you. I found. I found you. Uh, oh, it's Zillow. Yeah. You, oh my gosh! Is your house ripped? Oh, that's that's still not you. Gosh dang it! There's one across the street that sold for over five. Yeah, because that's you guys there, right? You, you're right off of uh, off a of east there. Um, right at Highway 41. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, close. We're the other direction. We're towards the river. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm trying not to give away your address to, to all of our yeah. fans. 
to everybody on (laughs) we're towards the river listening to our podcast Um, yeah yeah it's funny because i'm i i traced it down oh i think you're closer to to the river than what i'm uh yeah there you there you are there you are yeah that's that's what what does the zillow zestimate uh, say what's your guess What's your guess? Because I, I uh, should be able to see. 420, 425. Yeah, 430. Okay. Uh, I should. I, should I told to I told Kendall, I was like, uh, we should just list it for six just to see if we get any bites. If we listed it for six, she's like, well, what, you know, what would we move into? And I was like, Kendall, we don't owe six on the house. Yeah. We would, we could put 150 grand in the bank and still put. 400 down on another house if you're putting 400 down on an eight hundred thousand dollar house yeah your mortgage payment's going to be virtually the same as what we're paying now so i was like we need to move no i'm with you (laughs) she's not going she's not going for it i'm with you (laughs) but i'm like if we got if we got 600 grand i told her i was like i don't leave all the furniture and shit i don't even care we we're gonna have 150k in the bank (laughs) no that's where i'm at right now because i my house is worth. Uh, let me let me get the official. Let me get Danny the intern to look up. Oh, the the zestimate. Uh, yeah. Well, because it changes every single day. I swear. Uh, I said six hundred. No, Kendall. Like. Like that's. All are you lot. sure? Like, are you sure you don't want to sell? My my <laughs> zestimate on my house is five hundred and sixteen right now. And and like I said, houses are selling for in the last 30 days, it's gone up 30 grand. Their, their range, their Zestimate range is 480 to 560. Wow. So yeah, that's insane. It's, it's nutty. And I think, I think right now I could sell this for probably 550 to 580 with how hot the Boise market is right now. Damn. Uh, There's, there is a third of an acre lot just a lot selling mm. uh not too far from me uh yeah literally just up the road just up the road behind costco it is a third of an acre lot mm-hmm. selling for 200k completely Holy undeveloped crap. completely overgrown it looks like it's next to i i think that's a trailer park back there to be honest Oh wow! Uh, if for hmm. two hundred grand they want just for a patch of dirt, that's insane. Is there any power or water or anything on it? Uh, let's see. It does say rare building lot available southwest Boise sewer line in the street, but the property currently has an underground septic. Electric already brought to property as well. Oh, new construction homes in the area are selling five to six hundred thousand. Well, if they want to tap into sewer, that's another yeah. If you want to fifty, sixty k. Oh, I have to right now. I'm investigating uh, getting a new furnace and water heater. Uh, ah, and that's not cheap. Wow, that's interesting. My house is one of the most water heaters aren't all that difficult to install yourself. No, they aren't. But the problem is, so my furnace and water heater are in the basement, mm-hmm. which is a pain mm-hmm. because my basement is not quite like yours where it's like half above ground a little bit it's yeah fully in the basement so to yeah like under a new, underground <laughs> a new furnace and a new water heater they have to vent them uh because I, I right. don't have gas right now i have electric 
And with mm -hmm. electric, of course, you don't need to vent it. But with right. gas, you have to vent the fumes. Mm -hmm. And with uh, a standard water heater and with a standard furnace, you have to vent straight up. That's the requirement. Yeah. So they would have to yeah. go through. I mean, literally sitting over here, right, no more than five feet away from me. If you drilled straight down mm -hmm. into the earth, eight feet, that's where my water heater sits right now. So they'd have right. to go up right. through the middle of my my living room. Like, there's no way they could do it. So what I'm getting instead is a tankless hot water heater, one of those instant. Yeah. I love them anyway yep. because my bathtub and my and my master bath right behind me here uh, is yeah. huge. The previous owner never took showers, only took baths. Dang. And it's a huge uh -huh. jetted bathtub. My water heater right now currently runs out of hot water halfway through filling it. It's, it's nutty. So I'm going to get a tankless hot water heater because they don't have to vent that. And then I'm going to get a high efficiency furnace, which they can vent at an angle if it's high efficiency. And they'll vent it out yeah. out of the house where the dryer currently is. But yeah, and I think I think that alone, because my furnace is original to the house, that alone should raise you know property value a little bit. And then doing some of these updates to the basement and things like that, I think by the time I'm done with all my planned remodels, I could probably get six, right. six and a quarter out of this house because I'm going to put a yard in Jeez. everything. And it's, it's nuts to think that I have a house worth. 600 that i don't know 600 000, i'll tell you that much yeah buying that's true buying in 2019 yeah. i don't know 600k so yeah i'm, I'm i don't i was looking recently we are, we are way off current events i'm sorry but i one last no it's all good we're in the housing market that's a current event the housing market is a very current event and it's nuts but i was looking it's at spicy omaha nebraska uh -huh. Beautiful town. I love Omaha. I've been there a couple times. Girlfriend's family is back in Omaha. Uh, yeah. Some of her family, not not her mom and dad, but just some cousins mm -hmm. and aunts and uncles and stuff. Uh, I love Omaha. The city is laid out so well. Beautifully laid out city. Mm -hmm. All their major thoroughfares, their major roadways, are like divided four-lane highways. So there's a big median in between. The speed limit's 45, 50 on all their main yeah. roads. You can get around anywhere, and the houses are dirt cheap. So that's where <laughs> you and me, we sell our houses, we cash out, and you could get a beautiful house in Omaha for... Dude, we'd have so much money. We could buy, like, a luxury suite. Oh, you could. We could buy a luxury suite to the College World Series. Yeah, like 325 350 So the Omaha... Uh, zoo, actually, their parking lot is where the stadium used to be. Was it what's what's the stadium called? Rose Rosen? I thought it was. Yeah, I don't remember Rosenblatt or yeah, something like that. Uh, Rosen Rosenblatt or Rosengard or something. Uh, we're it's Danny, really weird that all the up. college, the major college baseball programs meet in omaha nebraska it is true it's kind of weird uh, yeah but... rosenblatt stadium johnny rosenblatt that's what stadium i thought was the old one now yeah. they play at td ameritrade park omaha yeah it's all sold out yeah. it's all corporate it's all now corporatized uh really it's only a twenty-four thousand seat stadium yeah but it's literally the most luxurious baseball stadium probably aside from like fenway park or something like that you know some historic thing uh I, so. I can tell you what, you know what isn't the most historically beautiful, amazing park? <laughs> Wrigley Field. 
Wrigley. Really? Oh man, we got some uh, we got some Cubs fans listening to this I'm, for sure, I'm so they're sure not going to be happy. Do, but no, I bet they admit it because every Cubs fan I've ever talked to admits that Wrigley is there's no parking lot whatsoever in Wrigleyville. Wrigley is shit until like oh maybe like June-ish, I think is when the Ivy oh, comes true. around. Yeah. But it's, and it's, the it's, Ivy it's, it's, on the whole outfield wall is pretty cool. Beautifully historic stadium. It's really great. But yeah, you will be lucky if you're not staring through a post because yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, they're, oh, they're posts everywhere. I swear they just put <laughs> random posts up, so you have to look around something. All right. Oh no, it's that's fun funny. To, it's fun to go though. I tell you what, Cubs games. Uh, I've been to. I've been to a Mariners game. I've been to many, many Mariners games. Uh, I've yeah. been to a uh, Giants game. They were playing the Pirates at the time. Oh, McCovey Cove, huh? McCovey yeah. Cove. I've been to now a Cubs game, uh, and it was fun as hell to be in Wrigley mm-hmm. and then to go out after because I was I happened to be on a business trip, so my client yeah. that I was seeing took me out mm-hmm. after uh, the game. They took us, we, we actually, I think we treated them to the game, and then they took us out afterwards. That was fun. Okay. Wrigleyville, uh, that's a fun yeah. place to be, especially after a Cubs game when they win. That's oh, not, I'm sure. Not quite I'm sure. when they lose, but... No, hey, when we're in Vegas, uh, there's going to be a playoff hockey game in town. Oh, Sadly, we won't be able to go because our flight is at 9.30 at night. A late flight, but what's the, but, um, what's the flight? Spokane to Vegas, two hours. Can't be that bad. Yeah, it's like two hours. I think it's like two hours and ten minutes or something like that. So, uh, but we'll be there in the heart of Vegas when there's a playoff hockey game. So I'm kind of excited who, for that who's atmosphere. The, who's the Vegas hockey team now? The, the Blackhawks. The the Golden Knights. The they're Golden an expansion Knights. team. They're only they're only like four years old. I think. Golden Knights. We kind of well, hopped on the have, bandwagon. Now they have the Raiders. The, the Las Vegas Raiders for their NFL team. I would love. Well, and Vegas is a potential place for a landing place for the Oakland A's baseball oh, the, team. Oh, that'd be funny. It's between Vegas. Took, if they took the Raiders and the A's out of Oakland, that would be pretty yeah. darn funny. Actually. Oakland would be pissed off they, is uh, what it would be. Oakland but. is constantly pissed off. Let's get real. But Vegas has a triple-A baseball team right now, so they could basically kick the triple-A team out, build a sweet baseball stadium, to MLB standards there, and it'd what, be good. Uh, so, what like what is the not? I'm not familiar with baseball as well, except for the Savannah Bananas. I'm a big fan of the Savannah, the Savannah Bananas. Bananas. Yep, um, me too. But no, what what is uh, like the Chiefs, the Spokane Chiefs? What are they? They're not Triple A. Are they Single A, Double A? Spokane Indians. Yeah. Uh, right. the, the yeah. Chiefs so there's the no. Team. Sorry. There used to be there used to be a bunch of different levels of baseball. Now there's high A, um, single A. So so it's high A, double A, triple A, and then they also have because of COVID they have like alter alternative training sites, which means you're basically a major leaguer, but you don't get a play in the games. So that's kind of weird. And then. There's extended spring training, which is basically the alter- alternative training site. So it's guys that are like too good for AAA, but not good enough to play every day for Major League Baseball. And I'm like, wouldn't you choose to 
than play AAA That's just so do. you could play. I'd rather just play but, AAA, and especially if you're better than the AAA players. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what's fun I is... I'll be a AAA pitcher, uh, even though I can pitch in the majors sometimes. Right, right. Well, now this year is the first year that the Spokane Indians are a high, what they call high A. It's just single A, but they're playing 120 games instead of... They used to play for like two months. Yeah. It was like July and August. You could go to Spokane Indians well, games. That. Well, now they're, they just, I think they start June 1st or the first weekend in June and they roll through September, I believe, playing games almost every day of the week. So I would be curious. And what's going to be cool is they're now the affiliate for the Colorado Rockies who are a dog shit major league team. So there's a chance that a Spokane Indian player could get up to the um, major league level like this year or next year. Okay, so. so it looks like the Boise Hawks were similar. They were a class A short season team. So I'm going to guess that's yeah. the high A. That's what the Indians, yeah, that's, no, that's low. They called it low A. Oh, okay. Short season was low A. Short then there was high A. a. So uh, yeah. they're now, it looks like from 2021, they're now an independent team so i'm not sure oh so independent yeah independent league is kind of like the savannah bananas they could potentially play the savannah bananas if they because they're they're not i would flip (laughs) they're not um uh affiliated with any major league team gotcha so they're not they're not on like a pipeline to go to the indians or the yankees or the red Sox or whatever like you know so they're still a privately owned semi-professional baseball team they just don't have a way to guarantee these kids like hey you're gonna go play for the yankees if you're good enough uh oh that's right i looked at this last time and i don't know how the heck to read a uh, baseball skip like looking at this there's well, it's like there's there's yellow days of the week, there's red ones, there's dark blue, and then there's light blue. And they all signify some kind well, of giveaway well, or blue, a home no, and home dark series. Blue is home, yellow is away, uh, red is an off day, and light blue is Papas Fritas, whatever the hell so that that's, is. Yeah, so it's like a giveaway day. Oh, okay. They're okay. doing some kind of they're doing some kind of promotion. But it doesn't. Where's the the teams that they play i have no clue because if they're an independent league there's independent teams all over the country yeah there's independent teams in oklahoma and texas and new mexico and i believe the savannah bananas are an independent team oh here we go here we go uh here we go so their first game is it looks like May 26th coming up uh next week next week versus grand oh we talked about this didn't we yeah, yeah, so Green yeah, Junction, I think we did. Missoula, Great Falls, Montana. for like a freaking week. Yeah, it's like a they week. play week long series. Billings, that's lame, dude. Yeah, Billings, Ogden, Utah, Great Falls again, Idaho Falls. Dang, uh, dang, the battle for South Idaho. Basically, and Boise versus Idaho Falls. Grand Junction. So yeah, it looks like they are not playing anybody even remotely interesting. Hmm. Uh, but that stinks. Yeah, that does kind of suck. I was, I was really hoping. That's what I'm bring. saying. Boise needs that major league team. Bring the yeah. athletics in. You can bring, bring the Boise, Boise athletics. Boise athletics. I would flip. That would be awesome. Dude, 
They they need a pro team. They need something down there to I th- I think spice it up a little bit. I, There's only so many restaurants that can move into town. If I had to bet, if I were a betting man, I would say, which I am very much, the first major league sport that's going to come to Boise is either going to be hockey or base or uh, or uh, soccer. I bet I would agree because those are the two fastest growing yep. North American sports right now. Or soccer are going to be the first because we already have uh, the baseball team I mentioned, the Boise Hawks. We have yeah. arena football, the Boise Burn. I don't even know if they're still a thing. Uh, I do enjoy going hmm. to arena football games though; those are fun as hell. They they are pretty fun. Uh, we've got... you could throw it the entire length of the field, but yeah, they're pretty fun. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> oh, the everyday like the everyday man can do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then there's, <laughs> I still don't think I can throw 50 yards. Uh, <laughs> you could, you could huck a pigskin over that mountains over there. I could, I could try. We've got the, <laughs> uh, our Idaho steelheads. Yeah, uh, we do. We do. We have a basketball. Um, we've got the Idaho stampede. I'm not sure what. I don't know if they're a thing anymore. Are they? Stampede. I, I don't have the slice cloud. They you, they used to get like re, like washed up NBA players. They used to get like washed up NBA players to play for them, and I was like, dude, that'd be so fun to go down there and watch like a like an eighty year old LeBron James start hooking up shots. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why, but when I Google the Idaho Stampede. They're probably um, defunct. They are. It comes up with the Salt Lake City Stars, so that must be just the closest. Oh, maybe, maybe they moved. It, that's what it looks like. Maybe they it became says the Salt Lake City Stars are an American basketball team that played in the NBA their... League, G League. Yeah, uh, and it's a, they're affiliated with the Jazz. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I get. Oh yeah, it looks. It looks like uh, fun while it lasted. Nineteen ninety-seven through twenty sixteen. Uh, eight to the Stampede mm. survived a turbulent decade as one of the most stable franchises in the Continental Basketball Association before latching on with the NBA-backed D-League in 2006. Uh, so, mm. And then after that, I'm not really... Yeah, they did. They moved April 4th of 2016 and became the Salt Lake City Stars. There you go. So there you well, go. the G-League, it's the, it's the D-League for developmental, but Gatorade sponsors it. G-League. So it's the, it's the G League now. Everything, yeah, everything is corporate. Uh, okay, it's hey, it's back, ridiculous. Let's, let's see if we can bring it back to cor- uh, current events for just maybe. Like- Those were all current events. We're I mean we're just entertaining the people at this we point. We are. We are the the people. You know all the long haul truckers that listen to us and I think so. And those on on family road trips and their uh, RV rentals. They're you know one eight hundred rent this RV and drive it across America dot com. They're miserable. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to spend an entire week trapped in an RV with my family. I'm gonna listen to Aloha Dan and. Uh, BST Jake, tell and be, and BST Jake. I don't, I don't know. We need a fun nickname for you. You you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe maybe when I'm in Vegas or something, maybe I'll get a like a captain's hat and we'll just be Captain Jake and Aloha Dan. Captain Jake and Aloha <laughs> Dan. Uh, that, no, that, you're my be, first mate. That'd be pretty good. I like that. Um, I uh, I discovered most recently when I was in Vegas that I am a yeah. big fan of. My ties. 
Oh, we were deciding it, since today's the end of 75 hard. I was like, what kind of drinks are we going to go for? You need to get you a Mai Tai and sit by the pool. Let me tell you. I'm going to put a little umbrella in it just just because just because the umbrellas make everything more fun. Uh, please, when you're there, when you're there, take one night, uh, go to Fremont Street. You know, I take. Oh, we're gonna go. I take more. I than love one Fremont night to go to Fremont, but I one night at Fremont go to, I believe it's in the D. Uh, oh yeah, the D. Yeah, the D hotel, casino, hotel and casino. They yeah. have the only, I believe it's the only remaining analog horse race gambling game. It takes quarters. What? It takes quarters. Not, they have a change machine there. You can go stick twenty in. And there's, there's, I think, uh, six horses. I think there's six horses that you can bet on. And then no way it's, they, they analog race around this little track just to run around the track. And then you get to bet on a combination. It's a pair of horses. So you can bet on like, uh, so, so let me remember it was. It was either five or six horses because it's one and two, one and three, one and four, one and five, or one and six. And then there's obviously, you know, two and three, two and four, two and five, two and six, three and four, three yeah. and five, three and six, four and five, four and six, and then five and six. So however many I yeah. just listed there, I think it was six, 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 eighteen. I think there was eighteen different, you know, odds combinations. Combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it tells you, like, most of them, like, there's three or four of them that are real low, like two to one, four to one, six to one. And you can bet as yeah. many quarters as you want on each one. But then there's mm -hmm. the ones that are, like, like one and six are really not a favorite for this race, and they're 195 to one. And occasionally okay. it's fun to just throw one quarter on one of those. And if they happen to win, I mean, the, it's great. The whole table is sitting around there. Everybody's drunk, getting these free drinks uh, yeah. from the servers, and everybody's screaming at these analog horses, one and six, <laughs> one and six. It is the most fun you can have for the least amount of money anywhere in Vegas. I am convinced. That's awesome. You, just, That's you awesome. have to get a good table, and you have to be into it. But, I mean, all you have to bet, the minimum bet, anytime you bet, is a quarter. That's it. What? One of my favorite places to eat there, a fun little eatery. I think I, I don't know if I talked about this. Evil Pie, it's a pizza place, but it's all Evil Knievel based. So he's got like autographed pictures in there. Yeah, uh, he's got all kinds of like old motorcycles, all the stuff that's all Evil Knievel stuff. It's E V O L, uh, P I E. I think Evil Pie, I believe is how they spell it, but, uh. Yeah, it's delicious pizza. It's a cool like atmosphere. It was cool. Okay, so definitely like have to. Go. And it's and it's near Fremont Street. No it's kidding. like couple. It's I think it's like a block or two from Fremont. You can walk to Fremont from there. So oh, the main I, drag anyway. So. I just looked it up. It looks like there's only ten combinations. Uh, I guess they don't give them. Oh, okay. Give them all to you. But or maybe there's only five horses. That's why. Yeah, there is only ten combinations because there's five horses. So one and two, one and two, one, oh, okay. and, four, one and five, <laughs> two and two, two and three, two and four, two and five, three and four, three and five, and then four and five. Uh, nice. But anyway, no, it is it is the most fun. But uh, evil evil <laughs> pie. I'll have to evil check pie. that out. That, that yeah. sounds uh, pretty.
pretty good. Evil pie. And then, of course, you, you got to, if you're not going to eat there, you got to at least walk by the Heart Attack Cafe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. If you're over, Absolutely. I think if you're over four bills. 400 pounds. 400 yeah. pounds you eat for free. Because uh, you might die. Because you, you more than likely <laughs> will die. Actually, I just read about this fun fact. It's not quite a current event, but it is a fun fact. Uh, I like fun facts. Outside of a hospital, you know where the safest place to be when you have either a heart attack or like a coronary or whatever? Mm, I would say in a very heavily, densely populated place. A like. I was going to say, a casino, a casino yeah, exactly. one of the best places you can be when you have a major medical, because not only do they have, you know, nursing and, and like... On-site, yeah, they nurses have like and stuff. doctors and stuff on staff, but then there's obviously so many people around, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, it has to be somewhere where you're... Yeah. Very much surrounded by very a ton of other people. Surrounded by people, and, and where you're being watched... As well, that's kind of an important all the time. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. No matter where you are in Vegas, there is somebody or something watching you. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So, uh, we'll probably end up going to Senior Frogs. Oh, okay. Uh, they're at Treasure Island. Of, uh, I believe they're in Mexico as well. You know, at a lot of the resorts there in Mexico, but there's one there at the Treasure Island Resort. So, pirate ship themed Mexican restaurant. There, there's a new hotel in vegas um the a new hotel and casino where uh-huh. it is yeah it's called the link l-i-n oh i've heard that's the one with the huge tv screen on the side it of it is yeah because you can see yeah. that tv screen from the downtown grand which is where i would recommend anybody stays it is one block oh, okay. away from fremont it is super cheap they have a rooftop pool it's awesome. Okay. But uh, the link is a 21, and I think it's the link. I, it's, that sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, when did it open? The link? Opened I think it a, opened like during COVID. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's not the link. It's got to be Circa then. Sorry. It's, okay. It's maybe that's circa. right. Yeah, Circa opened October 28th, 2020. We were there in, like, October 14th. I was pissed. Oh, okay. Yeah, Circa. I'm sorry. It is not the link. It is Circa Resort and Casino. They are 21 and over. Uh, uh-huh. So there's no kids allowed at all. And ah. it looked pretty cool. I, I heard some cool things. Like, it's brand, brand new. Just opened. Right. Um and anyway, yeah, so, and like I said, it's right near Fremont, and they do, Circa does have that big-ass TV that you were referring to. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, with the pool, like, right. pools and beach chairs and, like, enormous, like, building-sized TV. God, uh, so, so nuts. It is nuts. Well, it's going to be wild, too, because Vegas is 100% open, and I believe they lifted their mask mandate this weekend. Uh, I, so. thought, I thought it was June 1st they opened up 100%. Maybe it's June. Well, I, I read that the MGM Grand CEO came out and said, we're opening now. Uh, we're doing no mask, 100% capacity now. Uh, but that's the MGM, so. Oh, it's, it says it. Uh, whoa, what that was, right? Yeah, I think, I think they're supposed to open July, or not July, June 1st. 
But I, I think June first is kind of the soft the open date for the whole country. I think it is. That's true. That seems to be the case. Yeah. Uh, I going going back to you know our our theme of current events and your question earlier in the show where you asked. Yeah. If I think uh, I think there are enough people that are either not getting vaccinated or some mm-hmm. people, even if they do get vaccinated, are skipping the second dose, which seems interesting to me. I'm not sure why you get one, interesting, but yeah. the second. Um, yeah. But I suspect we'll see another resurgence of COVID. Can they systematically shut down America again? I. That will, that will put every single small business out of business. They, they can. They absolutely can. Can. Uh, I mean, it's physically possible, yes, but I don't think they will. I do not. I it may... it will shut down every restaurant because they can't they can't do just curbside and make it. Uh, it but will shut down. All... They, they were talking about uh, I think fourth stimulus at one point, but I think that's kind that of was rumored. Point. That it's, was it's rumored. rumored. I think it's been poo-pooed a little bit. But uh, I think we're at the point where uh, we need to start backing off on some of the... Like right now, if I were looking for a new job, I would be praying to get fired at work because that would mean I'd get unemployment. And Which is... Yeah. It's like up to... Like, I, it, it's, an, it's an astronomical amount. Like yeah. They extended the unemployment benefits too. Like, yeah. Uh, and I, well, there's a, I, I would, I would love to get yeah. fired, find a new job, and then get <laughs> crazy good unemployment benefits in the meantime. Not that I would. Like well, there's a, there's a number of employees, employers up here that I know that are like, we'll give you a sign on bonus. We'll give you a bonus at three months. We'll give you a bonus at six months. They are struggling We're incentivizing getting back to work and no one still is like, no. Uh, so did you hear that a lot of companies, especially fast food companies, you know what the starting wage at Panda Express is? Like $17 an it's, hour or something. Here in Boise, it's $14 an hour. Uh, yeah, dang. Like McDonald's, I think is now like 15. Like it, I don't know where it was in the country, but a McDonald's I heard somewhere, it was a private franchisee, but it was a McDonald's restaurant, was paying people $50 just to come in for an interview. What? They were, they were paying people $50 just to come interview, and, and they still couldn't get anybody to come in. It is nuts. It, it is nuts out there right now. The job market. It literally is not even worth people's time for a $50 interview. I'm like, what? Give me an interview. I'll take your 50 bucks and leave, man. <laughs> I'll go in. I'll sit down. I'll give you the best damn interview of your life. And then you're going to offer me the job. And I'll say, no, I'm good. Thanks. Like, I, I currently yeah, have no a kidding. job that pays me more than what you're going to pay me. But I still want the 50. Like, it's like, it's like a timeshare promo, you know? It's like. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going like, buy the timeshare, but I'm still going to get the free set of golf clubs. Exactly. Exactly. For, so yeah, for, so, uh, for employers to be like, I'll give you a sign-on bonus of $1,000. I'll give you a $300 bonus at three months. I'll give you a $600 bonus at six months. And people are still like, nah, I'm good playing Call of Duty and uh, TikToking all day. I'm like, what? It's, it's pretty crazy. What? In, but I don't get it. Eventually... 
that'll all normalize. Unemployment benefits will normalize again and run out for a lot yeah. of people. You know, and yeah. people people will start to get back to work. I think the world is officially it's it's a weird thing to say that they're turning the world back on because it's it's hard to believe they could ever turn the world off. But yeah, I mean they relatively successfully turned the world off for a couple months at least. They did. They did. Uh, yeah. And uh And it didn't didn't really stop the spread of COVID that much, but I do you know, <laughs> I don't think it, it slowed the curve. It's kinda it's kinda that flattened the curve. Yeah, it, it's the the question of like, did it make a difference? Like would there have been like millions more deaths or would it have just been like a couple hundred thousand more? Like either way it's you know, it's not not worth it probably it's not ideal but yeah uh it, it it does beg the question like how much and they'll be doing studies for years years mm -hmm. and they'll come out with estimates like oh shutting the world down you know prevented three million deaths or something like that right but you know you, you never right. really know yeah so. yeah so well I think that's all I've got for, for current events. I think we probably bored some long haul trucker to tears and he's probably falling asleep at the wheel right now. Hopefully not. But, uh, now you guys are up to date with everything or a lot of things current. Anyway, I do have one final so, thought. This is related okay. back to our initial, uh, current event that we discussed. Demi Lovato. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Coming out as non-binary. They, them. Yeah. They, them. Uh, I read a story recently. It was it, I, a story is a, a, a misnomer. I read, a I read a post on Reddit, a snippet about mm -hmm. a family who has a transgender, either son or daughter, I can't remember. But they have two okay. children. One of the children is transgender. And yes. uh, I don't know if you're familiar with dead naming. Where you no. call is dead naming is where you call somebody. It would be essentially to call uh caitlin jenner bruce jenner still even though they okay transitioned you know they go by sure yada yada so to to dead name somebody so apparently the parents yeah. of this transgender child had a really really bad habit of dead naming which is understandable <laughs> when you raise a child for who knows 18 20 i don't know how old the kid was but yeah. it, it must be tough to call your child by a name that you did not give that child so I, I kind of mm -hmm. get it. Like I side with the parents. I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, and I'm sure it wasn't meant to be offensive. But the the second child, who was not uh, transgender, managed to solve that problem in two minutes. A problem that had been going on for like three years now. You know what she? You know what they did? The person that hmm. you know, the non-transgender child, they brought an air What's horn that? with them to uh, to to Christmas dinner. <laughs> Every time they did name. Put the air horn off, and, and they said, "Yep, I managed to solve that problem that had been, you know, pervasive for three years in less than two minutes. It only took a couple. Look months at that! Before they have never said it again. So I look I read at that. that, and I chuckled to myself. I thought it was kind of funny, uh, and yeah, and, and I thought that that just tied it all up in a neat little bow. Came full circle on our uh, less than current, but our current events podcast." That's true. That's true. Well, you guys can listen and watch on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We're on YouTube. And don't forget to swing over to Drift.co. 
for all of your smell good essentials. Drift. Some of the best scents, honestly. Yep. Uh, they're, they're Drift.co. Scent, their scent this month uh, is called Saturday, if I'm correct. And it's like sugary cereal. Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed to be. Let me. Uh, they're, they're our, our sponsor, I believe. Uh, yeah, Drift.co. We Drift. made an entire podcast without mentioning them once, so their description will, or I mean, their link will be in yeah. our description on YouTube and on Spotify yeah. and such. But their scent of the month Saturday is, its scent profile, if you will, is toasted grams, mm-hmm. brown sugar, fresh berries, and honey. They have the two different, they have uh, an aluminum uh, fabricated, like, vent clip. If you want, mm-hmm. or they have the the visor clip. That's the the. That's the one I get each month. You get. Um, yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I, I get that one each I month. Have, I have one on order right now. Uh, and I uh, I debated on whether or not to go with the vent clip, but uh, eventually I did just end up with the because I like the look of the little the, the wood one. Yeah, and I don't. I don't yeah. need. I, I use my AC and heat a lot, so I don't want anything overpowering. So I like the, the just, mm-hmm. you know, diffusal that comes with, but or at least what I'm hoping. And it's not, yeah, it's not too powerful. Exactly. It's not too potent. So they're perfect. Not, not like so. those ones. They have room sprays and all kinds yeah. of stuff too. Not, so Not like the ones you used to get at the, the car washes or the gas stations. The, ones the, the little the trees. Mirror, the, <laughs> the trees that make your car smell like a pine forest asshole for three days and you don't smell like anything. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, go to drift.co and use BST15 at checkout. The link will be in the description everywhere you're listening or watching this. And uh, yeah, shout out to them for for sponsoring the pod. Thank you, drift.co. Any any lasting um, notes? Anything uh, that you need to get off your chest before before we're out of here for the week? Don't have anything. I think I'm good. Also, I'm going to leave you guys with uh, a note. I have a personal new website as well. It's bstfit.co.co. So bstfit.co. It's still it's still in the works a little bit, but I went ahead and went live with it. There's some blog posts on there, uh, some stuff for you guys. So you can join as a VIP member, that kind of stuff. So become a member of the family today. Until next time, I say uh, adios to the listeners, viewers, and everyone that supports. The numbers are growing, and without you guys, that wouldn't be possible. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Adios to Aloha Dan. Until next week. Until next week. Peace.